Am I going live on Instagram? Oh yeah, no. We have a Oh, is it recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Oh, nice. All the, all the like extra background stuff. I oh yeah. yeah. Are you all ready? You all ready? When, when are, tell me more. I'll, I'll point at you. Oh, this is hard. I have four to turn on. Okay. Yeah. Hello, listener. Welcome to KBRX ninety-one point seven. We're broadcasting from Austin, Texas, where the wind is three miles per hour southeast. It is 104 local central time, and we are under a freeze warning in Travis County. For this episode of Philosophy We Think, we will be reading the preface to legendary Jörg Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel's The Nominology of Spirit. Let us begin, dear listener. <coughs> preface. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh. I get it, bro. I get it. What is up, guys? Um, up? It's DJ DeMorgan's, uh, and DJ guys, DJ Silo. We've got two guests in the booth tonight. Uh, do you guys, do you guys want to give out your names or, or radio this is DJ a, names? This is a DJ principle of sufficient reason. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bro, base, yeah, that's hard. DJ monadology. Oh. My parents will be listening to this in two or three days <laughs> from their sunny home in Granbury, Texas, Hood County. Ooh. Oh, wow. okay. Ooh. Wow. Other, wow. other guest. Other guest. And this is, uh, I don't know, the Nietzsche scholar from Louisville, Texas, mm-hmm. also got... known as uh, Santiago Figueroa. Okay. 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 You gave a full name. That's yeah. bold. Yeah. Yeah. Dox me. God, yeah, with that permission, you could dox me. Go ahead. Yeah, that's kind of lit. Um, <laughs> 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 guys, we're on the clock. Yeah, right, right, right. All right. All right, what, what are we covering tonight, guys? What are we doing? Hold on, when's Jizza playing here? Okay. It seems Jizza is, is a, All right, let me end the this fun, live. fun, fun fest. S- sorry, Gabe, if you're still in here. Oh, no, I think you left. Anyways. Okay. Um, so, um... DJ Geist is here. DJ yeah. Mor- De- he he changed his name to DeMorgan's Jump. Yeah, I was I was Silo. Yeah. But DeMorgan's is better, so, you know. Yeah, he's a he's a logic god. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Litland's kind of scary. I think he's a logic god. Yeah, he is a logic god. He scares he's me. He's bald though. Being is he he's not German, right? No, I think he's ooh, I don't want to speculate. Okay. I was say if he's German and bald, that's risky and Corey. Far, far too analytic for me. <laughs> 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 Lincoln's Okay, right. okay, okay. Right. What are we covering today, uh, Morgans? Well, okay, so we had originally planned on covering Just Justice and Fairness by John Rawls, but then last week we didn't get to black cinema and aesthetics in our African American philosophy episode. So we decided that we're gonna start off with black cinema and aesthetics by Clyde Taylor. And then we did not have time to get to justice of fair, no justice Rolf. as fairness. He's just a lib anyway. We could maybe throw right. some, the last 15 minutes could be as liberalism beast. <laughs> I'm down for that. Not based, it's beast. Okay, okay, right, okay, right, okay. right, right. So we'll start out with um, Black Cinema Aesthetics. And you're going to have to take it because I'm kind of checking out for the episode tonight because I have no notes on me. And I haven't read this paper in over a week. Yeah, no, same. Can you, do you have any I notes don't. to pass? I mean, I have one note. One I note can, to pass. Can I have one note? Plus I'm, one note. <laughs> this is it. DJ Figueroa. Okay, okay, okay. Can you share it? All right, yeah, because I read it. I just want to remember Let me, what's okay, going okay. on. I don't even know what these guys are talking about. Let me see if I can... I what does share. this have to do with the paper? No, oh, no, you guys start where it says cinema... Bro, God. Oh, oh. Where it says... Did you take notes on, like, the whole book? No, bro. The whole book? Bro. I'm sorry, guys. This is a chaotic show. Oh, here it is. We got it. It's chaosmosis. It's chaosmic, as <laughs> Felix Gattari would have once said. Yeah, that guy's a problem. Problematic. Were we problematizing Gattari already? <laughs> yeah. Ten minutes into the episode. <laughs> okay, the okay. Based God. All right. Are you looking at it? Oh, yeah. I'm looking at it. Trust me. Okay. I'm looking at it. It says new cinema. It. Like, it says a, a black cinema in... Yeah. It should say at the top. It should be like the first page. Yeah, no, you no. know, we, I read this paper. Let's get to it. Okay, just give me the notes. Give me the notes. We don't need the notes. Okay. Here, here. Off, off the I have them right here. Oh, okay. That's, that's how good I hear. Okay, okay, okay. That's right. how I met y'all. Off top. I don't okay, have anything okay. to say anyways. So. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, start it? Yeah. You want me to start it? Yeah, bro, start it. Okay. I'm going to throw it at you. It's not going to go well. All right, so... Uh, what I have written down is that the key issue of concern in this paper and what he's addressing is the cultural identification and the definition of black cinema as a separate thing in the sort of aesthetic film community. And I think that the key question he addresses is, or, or the key thing that he points out to me was, there's a problem when you ask this question of what is black cinema, where you first have to answer what is aesthetics but he says that's the wrong way to look at it we need to like flip it around and we need to define black cinema and then we can define aesthetics because later in the paper he gets to the, this problem of like aesthetics is defined in this eurocentric way and so then you're trying to fit black cinema into this eurocentric aesthetic yeah yeah pretty much pretty yeah. much got it got it down yeah All right. and I, th- I think the most interesting thing to start with in this paper is the way that he problematizes a eurocentric yeah. Aesthetics, mm-hmm. particularly from this this man. This man is a Marxist. I believe so. I think he is. Yeah, no. I mean, he definitely read his Hegel. I think he's coming through Hegel, and I think he's coming through a sort of Marx. Yeah. A sort of Marx, maybe slash, you know, kind of critical race theory lens. Like, okay. Coming in, you know, it's all it's all intertwined. I feel like he has this view of the subject, and sort of, you know, it's like this social. I don't know if it's critical race theory because that's just like legal, like legal. That's like critical legal studies, but it's yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's still like kind of this like taking a critical Marxist lens yeah, yeah. to race mm-hmm, beyond mm-hmm. just class, but yeah, kind yeah. of the similar analysis of like how does race sort of you know like influence these different paradigms right. in mm-hmm. society you know whatever right, yeah i could see that yeah all right well we covered it so moving on <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, what else let's see i can't i can't look at my notes too much because i'm trying to record it on my phone yeah record the show so we're, kinda late. where were we we're right here you just and then flip it yeah oh, okay yeah yeah just flip the page i already covered that okay okay okay, okay. Do you have any do you have any takeaways that you took from Take this paper? I, I haven't read like, this. In well, a I thought weeks. it was Oh, wait, you haven't read it? In a, in couple, a couple weeks. Oh, a couple weeks. I, had. Yeah, I just haven't. Yeah, read it's it. like he was saying basically like it's like kind of, you know, he's taking like this kind of like of course super kind of socio-historical look at, you know, black cinema and privileging that over this kind of eurocentric aesthetic yeah. view of it cuz he's just throwing the whole like classic kind of film bro like you know canon out he's like that's stupid because it's like but you know he uses examples of films like birth of a nation you know which is like one of those early like clan films from 1915 that are like heralded in film circles as like you know these kind of like paradigm shifting movies but you know of course like the racism is just thrown to the background because of the aesthetic contributions the film made and he's like well that kind of that whole thing just calls into question all of like film studies and aesthetics at large, and he's like, we need to instead develop and theorize about black cinema from a from a socio-historical yeah. jumping-off point instead of this kind of, like, Euro-aesthetic, yeah. you know, theory thing, which he, again, says is just kind of agreed upon to, to be wrong. And yeah. he, he cites a lot of papers, you know, which, again, like, a lot of... A lot of I'll defend my Marxist point. I think okay. he's, he's citing a lot of, like, Marxist issues with aesthetics. Yeah, and he says if you do want to have, like, this aesthetic interpretation... Like, if you answer the aesthetic question first, you're going to put, like, black cinema in this narrow form of expression. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, that, that, but that still, like, expresses, like, Eurocentric type things, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah like, the, forcing it into the Eurocentric box. Yeah. yeah. To kind of back up Alex's point earlier is... He does say that there's this sort of firmer commitment to aestheticism than humanism, and he really, he really like, how, like drives that home. And he's like, "Why, why are we?" I was close. Yeah. Why? Are, <laughs> he was like, "Why are we valuing aestheticism over humanism in these in these films? Like that that are obviously yeah. dis- as as I think the term was disinterested objectivity. They're just the the, the dehumanization of African Americans in these films is." Uh, justified through a disinterested objectivity also yeah. also he makes a good point about like this art culture system being like a gatekeeping system well and just like super bourgeois yes yeah, like bourgeois. it's like a bourgeois exactly gatekeep factory yeah that's bourgeois philosophy that's bourgeois yeah that's <laughs> yeah. an insight that's an inside joke that's an inside joke from philosophy department but um um also there i think you can draw like uh comparisons between um him and adorno because like the master narrative is just like this culture industry 
Like, I, I could say so for sure. There's, whoa, whoa, he's whoa, definitely... whoa, whoa. If we're gonna talk about the cultural industry, we need to define it. Okay. Or are we one of those kind of things? We're not a. I mean, we're not for the hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> we're not hardcore enough. We're still. Uh, I mean, I feel like still armchairing it. <laughs> we're just like, no, we are not armchairing arm it. We're not armchairing it. We got kicked yeah. out of armchairing it. Yeah, that. Yeah, that guy Mike Solomon is a. All right, all right, all okay, right. okay, 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 okay. Um, um, moving on. Um. So we're going to define it? But or? this man, yeah, the man is quite... Oh, we have to define a culture. That's a Colin thing. I'm not talking about it, though. <laughs> okay, well, I was just going to compare... This guy's th- definitely very Hegelian, very yeah, yeah. Marxist. Yeah. I'm thinking dialectically. Yeah, he there is. Was, I, I, think, I think Hegel, I will agree with you, whoever said to me that in, Hegel's more important for him than Marx. I agree. Yeah. I think it's just because, of course, you have the Marxist sort of, like, this, this, is so, this sort of neo-Marxist, post-Marxist class kind of analysis yeah. that, you know, might not be directly from Marx, but is still a big Stands. thing in 20th century thought that's not just purely Hegelian. Right. But I think the way he theorizes about black cinema is, is like, straight out of Hegel. Like, it is some dialectical yeah, there was, stuff like that. I think there was a quote, if I remember right, that I underlined where he's, he was talking uh, literally the dialectical process. I think he said, like, negation and the dialectic. Do you see, are you, okay, you're not looking. <laughs> I'm doing that one thing for the first <laughs> yeah, episode, exactly. bro. Yeah. We're down bad. Um, this week's been hard for us, I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, we got a just... politics in Japan paper. Listen, if you want to learn about the Am Shinrikyo <laughs> incident in 1995 <laughs> in Japan, I can tell you all about it. Dude, Let's I started reading from a philosophy of biology and didn't understand anything. I don't know. Never mind. I'm not going to say it because I don't know if I can say it on the air. So. Yeah, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. The guy that got assassinated, Shinzo Abe. Can we talk about people getting killed? Yeah, just, yeah. just don't say, like, he bled out and like, stuff Oh, like I can't, but I can say he's assassinated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. We're back. Welcome back. We're back, we're back. We're back. <laughs> I was worried I couldn't say the word assassination. It's my first time under the FCC's... Uh, Regulation. Regulations. Authoritarian. Iron boot. Yeah. <laughs> and I... Uh, but we're talking about Shinzo Abe now. No, we're not. I just wanted to say it. Do you have anything to say about that, Peyton? Shinzo Abe's assassination? Yeah, what's the dynamic there? Yeah, I mean... This show's wild. How so? Yeah, we're all over the place. That's, <laughs> all That's right. what you get when you get a principle sufficient reasoning. <laughs> also, we, we, we summed up... The guy talks about Hegel. Yeah, that's true. Black cinema. Yeah, he yeah. talks about it. And, and his final takeaway. Let's get to that and let's just spitball. Okay, okay. He's okay. talking about... His, his conclusion is that we need, we need a more... Social historical theorization of black yeah. cinema that is not Eurocentric. Yeah. It's a nine. It, it's a seven-page paper, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's not, not long. long. And, and he also wants to point out, like this, like um, I guess, like black cinema. This this uh, black former expression is constantly changing and developing. This that's is a, yeah. That's that that's was true. one thing yeah. that I wanted to bring up was it almost seemed like he, and even if he doesn't believe it, he could lend his argument to the belief that black cinema can't be defined because it's consistently changing. And he also, there was some part in there when he noted that it's not genetic, and so it's like, you can't just find a definition of black cinema. Yeah, except for, like, except talk about jazz a little bit. Yeah, right, right, right. You can find a definition in these kind of cultural movements that rally around a certain kind of ethos, but black cinema is too too broad yeah yeah and it's just so ambiguous like i really like this points about black exploitation films yeah it's like are those you know are like on one hand do they celebrate black culture or are they like racist you know what i mean it's like yeah 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 like they toe this weird line where it's like what is this and then how do we make sense of this theoretically yeah is it it satirism that 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 heroism that yeah uh, because on one hand yeah they like satire this kind of master euro narrative but they also like I mean, they're also, like, portraying these super, like, gaudy stereotypes. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, something like whatever, Black Dynamite type of thing. You know, it's like, who knows? Yeah, like, it's definitely a, a thought-provoking paper, mm-hmm. but I think it's more of a, maybe a call to action or a call for right, right. a call for a certain type of theorizing than it is some, some sort of definitive statement, like piece for of sure. Work, yeah. I would agree with that. Um, what was I going to say? Um... Oh, he talks about like Spike Lee a lot, and he talks about like when he talks about like black black aesthetics. He talks about how, like like different camera angles and like how music is like. Used. That's true. Yeah, he does give the a blues influence and the yeah, jazz influence. He yeah, gives a list. Film. There was like I think. Oh, there were a lot of movies, and I hadn't heard of any of them. Oh no, I, that too. He does give a lot of movies, but no, I was talking about he, he gives like a list of things that could possibly characterize black aesthetic or black cinema. Yeah, like it was like music. I had it written down. It's on the notes somewhere. If you'll hand it to me. Yeah. Um, 
DJ. Yeah, like uh, different usage of music, different usage of vernacular, like leaving loose threads at the end, openness to audience participation. All those like styles are particular. Yeah. He notes as like things particular to black black cinema. And I guess like my point about the culture industry, like so Adorno has this point that like the culture industry is just like this um commar- like this commercial market of com- culture, like they're just producing, like they create things for like you're consuming culture. That that's what like the culture industry is. Yeah. And like the the, ma- the master narrative for him is this, is the same thing. Right. And we're like, um, shout out to Lige because I didn't want to do my own research. We're like, um, Max, what's it? What how do you say his last name? Max. H- Horkheimer. Oh, Max Horkheimer. He has this yeah. thing like called a instrumental 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 reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, Where, that's that's some Kant thing. I just said that. That's yeah, no, no, no. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. It's like so. It's like you doing something for your own ends. So like the culture industry makes like media and films for profit. Yeah. And the re- relate this back to like back to Clyde's paper. This happens to benefit like Euro Eurocentric stuff and that yeah, like well that's his like talking about like classical Hollywood cinema yeah. and how it kind of creates yeah well it is, I mean that literally is what Adorno's talking about yeah, when he talks about the culture industry or like the modern day Marvel movie yeah like the kind of just pure entertainment yeah but you know I think what's fascinating what what is a good point he makes is that it only stands as pure entertainment when you take the sort of Eurocentric aesthetic model of film yeah. theory. But when you take the socio-historical mm-hmm. angle with film theory, you see it as the culture industry. Yeah, and yeah. then you see black cinema as this minor this yeah. minor literature, Deleuze word, which kind of runs, runs, you know, in opposition or maybe like yeah. from a different angle, you know, than the... So the culture the industry is like just... Been, like it been, like it's like privileging the the Eurocentric stuff and ignoring black cinema. Or, yeah, or maybe it only stands, like, those films only stand as, you know, like, we would think of, like, Marvel as, like, oh, that's, like, a guilty pleasure. That's, like, yeah. pure entertainment. But, like, I think the the author of this paper would argue that Marvel movies actually are this sort of, like, you know, they're, they're sort of indicative of, like, aesthetics, like, like, kind of just ignorance or kind of dismissal of, like, other cultures, black cultures, and kind of privileging of a Western narrative. Yeah, I think what I think the best way to put it is he would say, basic classical Hollywood entertainment is an act of violence, mm-hmm. whereas a, an aesthetic paradigm would say it's just boring movies, mm-hmm. just bland, normal, yeah. average. I'll only, I'll only mention Adorno because there's like parallels. There like, absolutely are parallels. parallels yeah. yeah. So maybe he is like some like critical theorist Marxist type Definitely. guy. Definitely, yeah. this is critical theory. I yeah. would say. Yeah. And I, I don't exactly. I am not a critical race theory expert. I know it did come from critical legal studies, so yeah. I might be wrong because I really I just figured it was like critical theory, but looking at it like t- using critical theory for like a racial sort of thing because technically I feel like most of the time mm-hmm. no, but critical theory is sort of this Marxist lens applied to the social realm. So yeah. You know, yeah. whatever, man. The label doesn't matter. The label really doesn't matter. We're we're covering it. But KBRX ninety one point seven. This guy's uh, a legend. All right. Um, should Are I read we... a quote? You can we'll close it, it up. Should we? Yeah, should sure. we close up the paper? It's do, do you think we really covered it, dude? This paper was super short. It, like, was. it was. I think this is a great paper. Though. I think people should read this. It's called um, Black Cinema Aesthetics. I, I, by Clyde Taylor. By, it's uh, do we know what book it was in? Was oh, it like companion. It was in a ma- don't buy it <laughs> yeah. on Amazon. It was two hundred fifty-seven dollars. So it's 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 in a, a book to. Um, there's this book called African American Philosophy, and it's in in it's the in the book. Book, It's in the yeah. companion book called Companion African American Philosophy. But if you go to the PCL library and log in, if you, you can just type this in. You can email me at DJ. No, no, no. You know what you can do. You know what you can do. You can. DM us on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Philosophy we, philosophy we think, and we'll get you access to it. We'll send yeah. you. We'll send you over a PDF if you really want to read it. Yes, dear listener. We got the hookup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you run into a break and then I'll find this quote because I'll read it. When we oh, come we back. got time. Oh. I was just loading up. Oh, you just loading up. You was freaking yeah. me out, bro. Well, no, because I saw that we have a very specific ad, Mars and Pro, that we have to, Mazarn. I don't know. We have to promote it. So I was. I had never seen that ad before. Oh, we have an ad. Yeah, we yeah, had to yeah. do. We ad, have an ad bro. break halfway through. Do we, we talk about it? Do we get to talk about it? Talk about what? The ads. ads. Like, do we, like, talk about how good the product is? And- oh, no, 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 no. no. We're just the, ads. the irony of reading, like, these critical theorists. You can. And being like, Dude, Adorno would hate us. What product is it? Um, It's not a product. Well, the big ticket 
there's UC- is that what we're selling the big ticket yeah, yeah. i mean like the, the, the best usage of the dear listeners money <laughs> is the big ticket oh this is banger i found a banger quote can i say that yeah okay yeah, whatever that's a, yeah, yeah. That's this quote term. there's a word i want to say but i can't say right it. yeah yeah, yeah. this quote's good this quote's really good the show He's, is chaos yeah the show's <laughs> so chaos but honestly me and you're kind of just done yeah. Yeah. For the semester. Not Long, week. Long yeah. week. Yeah. Brains are fried. Yeah. yeah. So, so let me read this real quick. The relation between an aesthetic or cultural style and a social identity group is confused if that relation is thought of as genetic. The search for yeah, a feminine yeah. aesthetic in literature <laughs> or painting or a gay aesthetic in classical, mu- classical music is bound to be fruitless if one is looking for a for some essentialized quality that emerges from an inherent source within the group. On the other hand, if a group shares collective values in a historical you're gonna lose them uh historical outlook and creates out of a shared assumptions <laughs> recognizable okay that's good style. <laughs> no, 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 we ain't done baby no 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 Re- <laughs> recognizable style might emerge from the cl- that collective expression like romantic or or, or, or all right i'm done boys yeah, yeah just bail just bail 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 go to break. commercial break <laughs> go to break how do we play or, records in here orchestral music of your like do you literally just put it on and you'll play through the i don't know i've never tried but, but I know you can. What do you think would happen? Do you, can we leave the booth and grab a record and just see what happens? We have 40 minutes. Yeah, bro. Go. Mm. Uh, I'm not, no, nah, I'm not trying. Nah, not tonight. Not tonight. Not tonight. We're, we're, we're bailing it? Yeah, we're another, bailing it. Another night. Another the the night. point of that quote is, just like, don't look for, like, this, like, essential aspect. It, it's out of this social, yeah. political. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, what, that's what I was trying to say earlier. When I was talking about how there's no genetic aspect. Yeah. And there's, like, if you look for it to define, like... Whatever he was saying, like, yeah, yeah, black like, black aesthetics it, or gay aesthetics. If like, you're looking you for something it. essential, like essential to yeah, it, like yeah, that is genetic, it's, changing, yeah. it's it that's wrong. Like, well, yeah, it's, it's just like, stupid. It's yeah. not a monolith, too. Yeah, like, whatever people you're trying to define the the thing, you know, like like black cinema. Yeah, like black black people are not a monolith. Yeah, like, it's yeah. not just the one thing. So it's like impossible to define. I mean, even the list of characteristics he gives are are pretty disparate. Like they're right. pretty yeah. wide. Right, right, right. Right. Okay. Dude, there's some. Bi- I put some good quotes on the Instagram. Hey, y'all should go to at Philosophy We Think. You can go to. You can yeah. if you want to. No, go to. I don't care. No, I'm not. No, I'm done with them. Okay. Please go on. Please. Please. Thank you. You don't have please. to. Don't feel pressured. Um, you should feel pressured. You should feel intense <laughs> pressure, listeners. To <laughs> <laughs> buy the like big five people listening. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. We're gonna go. To, we're gonna go to break real quick. Um, you're gonna hear. Turn up the bass. Fast Eddie Scratch It Up mix. Scratch It Up, bro. That's freaky, bro. (laughs) By Tyree Cooper. Uh, And then when we get back, I don't really know what we're going to talk about, but we'll figure it out. I can read another banger quote. Yeah, that's I'm too dyslexic to read quotes on radio. (laughs) 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 All right, guys. We'll we'll, we'll be back in a minute. Bro, is the the mic's off? Jesus fucking Christ. That's fun, dude. Hey, we covered the paper, though, honestly. No, that's like good radio. Yeah. I think this is good radio. How was it with, like, Gold Rays and shit? We're gonna get kicked. Gold Rays was... I don't know. I I think Gold Rays was worse in the sense that he was just like... Hey, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, he just like... Yeah, that fifth thing was... Like me, me, and we even reflected in the like, history of philosophy. I talk fast, but like Gulrays was just talking really fast, and I was like, "Bro, slow down." So you just have to understand. <laughs> <laughs> I love Gulrays, but he does Gulrays actually. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, did we not cover the paper? Or did we cover the paper? No, I thought we you covered it. Pick this song, Peyton. This is based. Yeah, yeah, song, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. Well, I had it on, and he picked it. He was like, "Put that on the show." This fire. Oh, eight. The big ticket. I said the well, master narrative promoted Hollywood is the white male. <laughs> big like, ticket example is the, is the white male adventurer accounting and overcoming obstacles. I mean, yeah, that's the point. Hey, Alex, when he's talking about like black exploitation, he's talking about like the, the, the white the white male adventurer. Like he's comparing it, but like he doesn't know if it satires it. Like it's not or, clear, or if it is just playing into it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, it's not clear. Yeah. He's saying it's the dialectic of black exploitation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we have a freeze warning, bro. Yeah. Dude, am I not scootering home? I'm down to 35. Yeah, for real. Hey, sir, just like sleep here. Honestly, honestly, you probably could. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What are we gonna do? 
What are we gonna talk about when we, we get back? We should talk about where's a couple things. Let's just brainstorm. You wanna go back to Abe? We get to, oh we can talk about Shinzo Abe, we can talk about liberalism, we can talk about Can I read this quote? I think I think sure. Shinzo Abe would be a good like lead into I'm gonna read this quote and then you, we we off the cuff it. Explain no, I think you should read the quote, and then we talk about Shinzo Abe. Okay. And then that'll span into a discussion about politics. That'll okay. Be really yeah. Because Sounds we'll good. talk about Japanese politics. I, I don't know a little bit about that actually. Okay. Yeah, I wanna get you talking more. I know you didn't read the paper yeah. and it was like First time. Some of the cultural background, Dude, of, like what they think I'm the I'm the in-house right. galian and like Golray did the most most of the talking when it was the the, the thing about Hegel. He was just like. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you have you seen that? Bro, I was trying to spin dialectic. He was like, wait, 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 I got it. <laughs> I was like, okay. Have y'all seen that video of the guy who's like, I can read faster, the fastest person in the world. Bro, me and you almost. <laughs> 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 hey, what? <laughs> Was that Golrez? Me? Yeah. <laughs> and then the guy who's judging him goes, What is this? I will eat your meat. <laughs> he says, what? He said, what did you say to me? I'll eat your meat. He got so angry. that one where he's like, if you think you're going to graduate from this school without kissing my cook. <laughs> 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 you're going to I think we're going to cuss on the podcast though. Because okay. this is all going on the podcast. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, no, this is awesome. <laughs> oh, and also it's like it picks up everything, so y'all be all heard. If you think you're going to. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Where's the podcast what you... go? Uh, Spotify. Sorry. Spotify. But Throw that like the one KVRX throws up? Yeah, it's just KVRX podcast. You, do you not listen to our show? That's high. Like, I listen to the first five I'm minutes. Like, I'm not gonna front. It's boring. Goal Rays is like, <laughs> bro. But the Angela Davis episode was good. No, that was a good episode. Yeah. Which, I don't know. They just say episode one, two, three, four. Yeah, it's episode three. Okay, well I will be. I will go home and become the dear listener. Okay, I'll listen to it. Yeah, dude, it was kind of messing me up. We should have callers. Oh yeah, call but in. no one's gonna call in. Let's act like someone's calling in. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, we that. can do that. Yeah. Well, want me to read the quote and then like someone do a fake ring? We can try and put. We can try. I can try and have like my girlfriend call in and put her on air. Oh, put Corey on air. Let me see. Uh, she's probably not. She. Oh, she's in the shower. Um. Get. Get. Our boy Gabe said. Sin, sin Will he call? Ask him if he'll call in. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, dear listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like we're having technical difficulties. Hold on, I've got a good. Let me run oh, an ad. Hey, after. what was that? Is one? the ad playing right now or just this? No, it's just this, and then I'm about to hit ads. Out. What is that one thing you want us to do? Do we want to do one more song? You can just like scream over it. Do we want to do one more song or can do we want to? No, it's already loaded up. Uh, I mean, we can look it up. Yeah, but can we play? We can play explicit stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of too late now. This song. Oh, go, bro! Play Project Pat. Play like something super like. Oh, you know about Project Pat? Yeah, well, let's play Project Pat, or even better, let's play Project Posse. Dude, uh, let's play Chicken. Your knowledge head. of hip hop always like. No, this guy's a music guy. Yeah, yeah your knowledge of hip hop is impressive. It's play Chicken Head by <laughs> Project Pat and Three Six Mafia. He's like Chicken Head. How many? Uh, how many listeners do they have? Chicken head? Yeah. Good question. Whoop, whoop. It's like, whoop, whoop. Chicken head. That's 17 million. What's up there? Oh, I can't. Yeah, we can't listen to it. Why is it too many? Yeah, it's too many. How? What's like the maximum? 250. 255,000. Oh, I can find a song with less than that. Play a. Play Project Posse. Support comes from Texas Athletics. Uh, full time. Let me find you some obscure ones. Yes, all of them. Project Posse. That's over 120 home range. Or no, Profit Posse, dude. For more information, you can go to texasports.com. Dude, why am I just standing up? I'm fucking. This show's been wild. I'm sorry, we're having a good time. Alright, play Profit Posse, bitches on my job. He's got 137k. Yeah, you're gonna play that one like a. Oh, from Arlington? Uh, I should play some Arlington rap. No, we need to listen to Trump Posse, y'all body parts. Before I read the quote, you should definitely do the quote. Bitches on my jock, look, it's right there. Oh, you do the NPR thing? It's 137k. Hey, do the NPR thing. Yeah, like before I read the quote. No, wait, I can't play I can't play bitches on my jock. It's too sexual. Yeah, it's a little obscene. This show's not gonna make the cut. 
gonna take Is there a cut? Minute. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny, I feel like. Hey, before I really close you the NPR thing. Yeah. Alright, y'all. This is the last one. Hey, we'll be ready to the NPR. We're about to go back up. All over again. He said he's not. Hey. What? Oh! CJ DeChico! Hey, DeChico! Headass. Hey, shout out to our boy Kyle. He is cool. He's like the like he's like the only person that likes us here. All right, y'all. Hey, y'all ready? Yeah. Hey, we're going back on right now. Do the NPR thing. <laughs> it looks like we're having technical difficulties. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> what? Oh, God! Please stand by. This show's I like... apologize, listener. We're under a freeze warning. There you go, there and you go. it seems you have not purchased the big ticket. <laughs> this is the noise you'll be hearing if you don't buy the big ticket. Now back to our show. <laughs> hey, hey, you see that Rick and Morty thing? Consume, Morty, consume! <laughs> consume! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, God. That was cleansing. <laughs> we just brainwashed our, our dear listener into buying the big ticket. That's right, you guys don't have to buy the big ticket. Even though they for... lost today. Oh, did they I lose? know! I didn't. I stopped watching the game. Did they? Lose? I turned it off. Well, yeah. TC was like undefeated. <sighs> Damn, them Christians whooped us. I went to the went to the pub. Went to went to the went to the pub and watched them lose by yourself. Really? Absolutely, <laughs> it's a bold move. I did not bro. do that. I did not go that base. I oh, okay. went with uh, my lovely girlfriend. Oh yeah, shout out to her. I thought she lived in Arlington. Nope, she lives here, oh, not good. in the homeland of Arlington. Yeah, and I want to say, dear listener. My parents live in Granbury, but I'm from the sunny land of Arlington, Texas, and I've just purchased a baseball hat to reflect that. Okay. So I'm just letting you know this is where I'm coming from. All right, listen, boys. I'm going to read this last quote, and then we're going Okay, hold on. Really quick. We wanted to emphasize that uh, we have no philosophy to talk about tonight because we are swamped with finals. So if you guys want to call in to KVRX 91.7, which you're listening to right now, you can dial 512-495-5879. That's 512-495-5879. What's going on? The what do you think are the dialectics of baseball hats? Like, do you think it's like... What's, what is the sublate to? You should have one that reinforces where you're from, or should I just be fine with this with this no, Oakland hat? No, 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 because when you sublate, you're going to be like, it's going to have to be a team where you're not from. That's what I'm... Th- I think I've sublated, but I think I'm regressing. I think this is the, the negative dialectic is me getting the Arlington hat. Oh, okay, okay. About. okay. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. The Arlington Rangers hat, no, but I think... Wait, is, is, is that where the team, the Rangers are in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So it's actually, they changed the They're name. Bad, so. They're bad, though. Wait, they changed it? Wait, really? Yeah, they're the Arlington, Arlington Rangers now. No? Yeah. No way. Wait, wait, since when? Since they moved, I guess. Think so. like, yeah. Yeah, it's within the last, like, 10 years. I don't watch baseball, bro. Yeah, it was, it was once we hit a certain level of big ticket sales. Because <laughs> 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 when we had Alex on, he's funny. But the, um, what was, yo. What? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but but that team is truly awful though. Yeah. Well, it's they, not, they, they not have, worse. The Oakland A's, I think, are worse. The hat I have on, Oakland A's went like I think they won like fifty games this year. They dang. they have no money. Have like they, they are yeah, right, right. Like, they they just them. like them Florida have, teams. Have, like, have Florida they ever teams have no money? Because the Texas Rangers only really shined in like that one season, like twenty. Dude, I remember, dude. Like, like I remember growing up and it was just like. They're always talking about you, Darvish. You yes, yeah. you, Darvish, and uh, Elvis Andrews. Elvis Andrews. Oh, and then we got <laughs> like, that guy like from Philly. Who was the big dude from Philly? Um, Never watched baseball. Prince Fielder. Didn't we? Get oh, Prince we Fielder? did get Prince Fielder. Yeah, yeah. Dude, there was like, Josh Hamilton. It was weird. Like, I, like growing up in Arlington, I never went to one game though. Like, I always had the really? shirts and stuff. But, like, I did not I care. I feel like Cowboys games. were a bigger deal. Isn't it weird that there's the Cowboys Stadium and the Rangers yeah. thing? Yeah. Like, literally across the street. Right. But, right. Like, but, like, I don't feel like anyone knows about Arlington that's outside Not of, like, the all. DFW. No. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if people, like... Yeah, remember when the, when the Cowboy Stadium was in Irving? Dallas is pretty insignificant, though, like, on then the Then they blew scale. it up with dynamite. Dude, that was kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. That and was based. I remember they, the... they imploded it, was what they did. Yeah. That's Are they low? Are they low? No. Yeah. Turn them up, bro. No, they're good. No, okay. Turn them up, Mike. Because, see, if we start talking loud, then they're fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I can look, turn can, can we reference the fact that we can't curse? Yeah. Dude, we should try to freestyle. 
Oh, okay. And not Kurt. No. <laughs> no. 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 No, it's not. That do wouldn't that. go well. All right, hold on. Freestyle. You want me to read this last quote and then we go off the cuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're sure. not off the cuff right now. <laughs> yeah, literally. We just talked about baseball is, on a I'm philosophy even, show. Yeah. Dude, what <laughs> is the dialectic of baseball? Since I don't watch baseball, what do I sublate to? What do you. Handball. Uh, are, are, are Handball. Cricket. Yeah. Yeah, cricket. 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 That's kind of big. No, cricket's the negation. Yeah. Hey, our homie just walked in. I was just going to let you know. There's no philosophy tonight. <laughs> is that DJ Zard? Yeah, DJ Zard. Hey, DJ Zard. Nice to meet you. God, bro. What, what, uh, he needs to call in. <laughs> Only if he's about the big ticket. That's our, our list, dear listener. Yeah. <laughs> you will earn two free big tickets. No, that is not true. That is not true. Not true. <laughs> Bevo, Bevo got to gotta eat. Bevo's a capitalist. Bevo's capitalist. Bevo is a dirty capitalist capitalist. <laughs> you know they ate the first Bevo? They did. Yeah. They did, yeah. yeah. It's kind of wicked. I did not know that. I cooked a New York strip. <laughs> and I basted it with butter and thyme. And it was an impressive steak. Okay, that's, that's good. Like, yeah, you I bought it on the, the grill? USDA Select, but they have... So at H-E-B, they have like three tiers. In New York <laughs> what has this show become? <laughs> they have like a, they have the like a 1398 they have a thirteen ninety eight a pound non USDA. Then they have a USDA. Then they have a USDA Prime. Okay. Then they have like some sort of Wagyu. Now okay. moving on from this Wagyu issue, let's talk about Shinzo Abe. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. He really wants to cap it this, with this quote. This quote is great because it it I can't. We'll let you just just start speaking. Okay, I can't cuss. It kind of sucks. Yet another feature of black film stylistics shared with African and other marginalized scene screens is an implicit philosophy of history care. Characterized by a prophecy looking towards the past as a body of crucial experiences with decisive contemporary significance rather than vignettes of the past captured in cameo celebrations and toward, and toward the present as a barely, uh-oh, barely tolerable situation which waits to be transcended toward an improving future. And that's where we stop with this paper because there's nothing really else to cover. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We covered it. I mean, it's a good paper. It's, it's a good paper. It's, it's short. It's, it's short. thought-provoking. It's a great paper, yeah. yeah. Great paper. Yeah. Didn't read it. All right. Shin- Shinzo Abe? Shinzo Abe. Yeah, because we were talking Abe. about him earlier. And then I made the reference <laughs> yeah, we had to, to like, Japanese beef. Yeah. And it, ma- it jogged my memory that we were speaking about Shinzo Abe and the tensions in Japanese politics. Yeah, because right. that's, that's the class. Peyton's like, oh, DJ. That's fine. It's whatever. DJ it doesn't really matter. Dude, Ghoul Race calls by our names the whole time. Oh, yeah. That was my favorite part. He, <laughs> so, kept, uh, he kept going like, so if Peyton is a monad, <laughs> and then I was like... Dude, dude, point, this really has turned into the, the roast and Ghoul Race. <laughs> <laughs> roast He's going to listen to this. Um, Ghoul Race, we love you. Red with fury. Bro, I love Ghoul Race. Bro, there's one point where I said my name, and I was like, Geist, and I looked at Peyton, and I said, Geist, and he said, well, Colin. I was like, well, this is just... Yeah, this is just over. This is just over. Are you DJ Principal of Sufficient Reason? Yeah, thank you. It was, um, you never gave a code name. Yeah. I, I, I'm uncoded. Yeah, you're uncoded. Uh, you're DJ Ubermitch? DJ, no. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, the Ubermitch is problematic. <laughs> no, DJ. Dude, everything about Nietzsche is problem- problematic, though. It's not his fault. Yeah, yeah it's kind of his fault. I mean, the Nazis. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so give us some background Explain information about Japanese politics. Yeah, well. We so, can work in philosophy with this, political philosophy. Yeah, yeah, there can be. I mean. I know a little bit of background. Okay. Basically, the Japanese political system is just like parliament. It's the same. It's like, oh, it's I, like, I, is it Lockean style? I, I, I can give some like interesting like historical background to yeah. like uh, so like I think this is okay, I'll, I'll find this on YouTube. All right, so, okay, okay. I don't know okay. how uh, accurate. We'll cite YouTube. But yeah, YouTube, YouTube's pretty based. Yeah, yeah. So um, I know like I think dating back even further than like a Meiji restoration. So that's like eighteen sixty eight. Like eight, like eighteen seventeen hundreds kind of. But like um, it was kind 68. of okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, so it was kind of like accepted that like you can do like these violent things or like. Yeah. Like break with the codes of like the state or whatever. If like you personally thought it was in the interest of the state itself, yeah, yeah. So like, so the dude who like assassinated him like isn't probably gonna get like serious like punishment because he he himself thought he was working in the best interest of all the people. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> from what I so what happened from what I understand of what happened is, um, there's a lot of corruption in Japanese politics. Like it's really really bad because they have um, for the longest time they had multi member districts. And so the way that it worked was you wouldn't have you would have one district and instead of political science at this point no 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 it, this this goes into why he was assassinated oh okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you have these multi member districts so you may have one district political that has like 
Twenty minutes here. Oh, Abe, pressing issue. Oh, yeah. Um, but it goes like you may have like five representatives and that represent one district, and so therefore they don't have to get fifty percent of the vote. You could get like ten percent of the vote and be elected. So all they would really do is appeal to one, like group, Mm -hmm. and they may appeal to like there. There would be like a a politician who's like particular to farmers, and he would like give them things, and then you get in these relations with these, these. uh, They're they're called a what is it. Kokutai or whatever, um, <clears throat> whatever they are, you get in relation with them and then they expect things out of you. And Shinzo Abe got this out of the, um, he, he got into some interesting like relations with churches, which are like, is not supposed to be done because Japan has a, turn it up. They can't hear it out here. What do you, because <laughs> <laughs> that was just super loud. Like it's like. Um. Anyways, so <laughs> DJ. All right. I'm anyway, sorry, DJ. I'm sorry if you can't listen to this. Yeah. Sorry, guy. Yeah. Sorry, guys. This is unintelligible. Yeah. Hopefully, you can hear this. Will the Spotify Should version be, be based? Yeah. Spotify. 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 We get. Yeah. So correct. Um. Anyways. So, where was I? Yeah. So. So. Abe got into a relation with the church, which because the Japan has a, a constitution written by the occupation in America, there's like strict freedom of religion uh, distinctions, church and state. And what happened was this: there was this lady who got in with Abe, and she went broke. And then the person that assassinated Abe was her son. Oh wait, oh, <coughs> because he wicked. was because he was mad he was, at like, Abe. Tied in with the churches. And yeah, like... he was tied with the churches, what? and then so. That's kind of That's interesting though. It's sort of like this each. Pol- so is it not? Is there not as much of a sort of like binary partisan split? In no. Japan? It's more of like this minor like, this guy's with the farmers. This guy's with the yeah. churches. This guy's with. The, they have, whatever. they have party splits, <clears throat> but it's. I mean, it's they, less significant than America. Yeah, the LDP can, is is the main party, and they've been in power. All but I want to say like three or four years since 1945. Okay, so they're like running it. What's yeah. LDP stand for? Uh, liberal Democratic Party. Is that that's pretty generic? Yeah, because they represent everybody. Are they liberal Democrats? Would you say, or does it really? No, vary? I mean we, yes and no. What's like the general I, like like where do they fall in the political? That's political the compass? thing. I mean, it's just totally like all over. It's the map. totally. It, they're like in a. They're 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 called a catch-all party. It's like whatever gets us reelected most oh, of the time. No. They're, generally, they're more conservative. Wait, do, 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 do they do the thing where they form coalitions like they do? Yes. In like other countries? Yeah, okay. yeah. So they they have the Komeito, and then that's a, that's a different political party, and then there's the. Uh, the JSP, which is the Japanese Socialist Party, and oh, based. the Communist Party. Oh, lit. We're then, allowed to be politically, like, bent on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Like, I'm a, I'm a communist. We're all communists. Mid- Whoa, Peyton's not. Pr- What's Peyton? What are you talking about? He's trying a real estate company, just... and I'm friends with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Peyton has a gooey center stuff. So. Peyton, are you, uh... Oh, that's where, a good where, where do you fall politically on the compass? Oh, this is perfect. Any idea? Are you still, uh... No, still I mean... He's out. at a lib. We've talked about this before. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't really... He just doesn't want to deal with politics, which is fine. Yeah. Are you a MAGA patriot? <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> if I had to choose, if you backed me in a corner... <laughs> that's wicked. Don't, <laughs> don't say that. Really shout don't out MAGA patriot. Don't say that. If you read Derrida close enough, like your hauntology hoodie. Oh, yes. You would see the specter of Marx is really the specter of the MAGA patriot. <laughs> Bro, you know, what? That's <laughs> weird. But you know what's crazy? All the post-structuralists, there's like reactionary post-structuralists. There absolutely are. Like Nick Land. Yeah, dude, that guy's wicked. That's an, um, that's, there are a lot of reactionary post-structuralists. Payne's not a MAGA guy, by the way. I just want to clear No, that. oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> podcast is not, not MAGA patriot. He did wrote red all down the ballot, but he's not MAGA. <laughs> No, he didn't even Jokes vote. Jokes on you, I didn't vote. He didn't vote. <laughs> he, he, like, Peyton held did, me Peyton a good point. He I should... learned that I voted blue down ticket and then spray-painted all over my apartment <laughs> door. Uh, <laughs> Abbott will win. <laughs> Turns out I was right. Turns out he was right. Did, did you guys see the plane on election day with the little, like, banner on the back of it that said, uh... Get what? ready for Texit or something like that. Wait, no, what? I didn't. Yeah, there was like a Texit. Oh, yeah, oh it's, that's it's, ridiculous. It's like a play. Are like Brexit Brexit or something? Yeah. Dude, that's wicked, dude. Yeah. That's never gonna happen. The, the play was so dude, tiny. Even to barely Scalia see it. answered that in like a like a Supreme Court thing. Like that's never gonna happen. Yeah, How is that even a thing? Like like Texas can make all like right. I don't know, like foreign like Scalia's not basically even Scalia was like like the, if like the Civil War showed anything it's like that's like basically states can't leave the Scalia's more based Scalia's more based than Clarence Thomas somehow. 
I've read I've read a lot of Scalia Dude, cases. They, they, are these Scalia's? And like, I think he's maybe yeah. slightly more, but they're close. But Thomas is like somehow even more partisan. They're all. I mean, they're all. But no, because Scalia just anymore. did that insane like text. Yeah, of lights. We're not reading no more. But like, I no, I'm talking about conservative. Like, you have a communist talking about because no, I don't. I don't think they're based. I don't think none of them based because you got yeah, the Supreme Court as a whole isn't based. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like it's an it, awful. Like we have a poorly designed government. Yeah, it like first of all, the Supreme Court is like extremely undemocratic. Like it's not democratic. What are we, ha- what are we having the next constitutional convention? Um, that's a real pressing question. Yeah, I was gonna. But like the you know like what the how the Supreme Court is looks like now like since this since Scalia the strategy the strategy has been to put like conservatives on the court that overthrow was stuff. Scalia did Scalia rule in the Korematsu case or was that the whoever the the guy was before him that was just an insane conservative dude the Korematsu case wasn't that like in the like like Japanese internment in the yeah, yeah yeah it might have been one of some conservative justice like ruled that that was that was fine. Oh, oh yeah, I know you're talking Scalia, about. But it might have been the guy before. No, him. Google, Google it right now. I know you're talking. It's the guy before him. Yeah, no, I know you're talking about. He, yeah, he's pretty. Uh, this guy was pretty. He's pretty sinister pretty as well. But yeah. so as would other than maybe Peyton, unsure. But as us three being pretty uh, leftist, pretty, pretty far left, pretty uh, cringe uh, cultural Bolsheviks. Do we say the <laughs> do we say the midterms are a dub or just a reaffirmation of the neoliberal hegemony or, or uh, is that yeah. more based than the MAGA patriot hegemony? I mean, I Which think hegemony. Let's talk <coughs> hegemony. No, let's let Peyton speak. Let's, so let, let, let's let God like, speak. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I think the fact that the system wasn't overthrown is an L. Um, Dude, this okay. Is oh. 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 This, guy, this, this is tough. This is, hey, yeah. Joke's on you. I'm a Maoist. <laughs> <laughs> he got the little red he book yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, Any personal favorite quotes? <laughs> you did see, like, Peyton, we were at HB the other day, and he did shoot that guy. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, uh, cap, cap, cap. That okay. is not true. I need to report. Not true. I need to report. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> that will be true if you don't buy the big ticket. <laughs> <laughs> this is wicked. What were we looking like, at? Please support your local. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like who? Who's the, the like conservative on the Korematsu case? What's like the worst? I'm dyslexic. I can't spell. Corporation like, like the Koch brothers or whatever. That was that guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> Koch <Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch-Koch
yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a little bit How much of, time do we have? A little bit of cushion. Oh, yeah, God. we should probably get out of here at like one fifty-five for the next person. Yeah, yeah that's, that's your boy out there. So, <laughs> yeah, I hope you enjoy uh, the show. Three time. minutes, guys. Uh, Let's talk about I, something. Should I go on my Hegel rant? Well, no. What's your favorite jargon word? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, Ooh, I know mine. Doxastic attitudes. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. I agree. I mean, I like hegemony. Hegemony kind of—it's like a nice word to say. Okay, by jargon word. Okay, we'll just. I'm gonna give it a broad definition. I think mine is a Alfred North Whitehead's uh, <laughs> fallacy of misplaced concreteness. <laughs> I think that is an outstanding. That's yeah, a, that's, that's a good, a good one. I think, I think mine over the years has developed from a DOS sign just because it's so funny. Oh gosh, it's, it's so funny, dude. I like blocks not yet. It's really good because not just yet, uses it. Yeah, the not yet. He just uses it every you know, way possible. You know what's that underground Heidegger? Is that DOS nicht? If you read, yeah, well, yeah, no one else on the pods read Being in Time. I spent a whole summer on it. It's an awful book. I, well, I guess Geist is because that is my DJ name. Don't read Heidegger. Yeah, yeah. dear listener, buy don't. a big ticket. Don't read Being <laughs> Yeah, no, literally. Being in Time is not based. It's not. Just don't read Heidegger. I, yeah. I say it's not based. Like, maybe, don't read Nietzsche. Now reading Merlot Pony. Ooh, it's going to be up to date. Um, Merlot Pony likes Heidegger. You're probably too weak minded. <laughs> oh, me? What? Dude, Nietzsche's wicked. His philosophy is just like, I feel like if you're a true Hegelian, you have to reject have, Nietzsche. Hold on, what time is oh, it? Oh, yeah, of course. We, yeah. have, we have two minutes. Is Nietzsche a reactionary? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's perfect. That's, that's so Are perfect. we cutting it there? Yeah, we're cutting it there. Even then he chances, yep. Yeah, dude, the, his philosophy are Rosantamont and Ubermensch are just not, I don't know, they're not good. I don't know. Maybe that's my political philosophy, actually. <laughs> okay. I think I'm going to one of those books. Yeah, was Nietzsche was a MAGA patriot. Rosantamont? <laughs> 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 that kind of is what that is. Dude, you, you know, know who had the most Rosantamont? Nietzsche, though. Okay, you like, did. how come they have to say Rosantamont? Like, why can't they just say Rosantamont? I don't yeah. know, bro. He's like, German. Yeah. He's not even, you know. No, dude, he, he, re- he uh, renounced all of his citizenships. He was officially stateless. Dude, oh... Did he really? Yeah, I didn't know that. That's kind of cool, bro. Yeah. I wish I could do that in America, but it's so expensive right now. Switzerland for most of the because he hated Germany. Interesting. Dude, if I you're was watching a documentary about trade unions, and that's what they were saying, like that big union, the IWW. Oh, yeah, the, the Wobblies? The Wobblies documentary? Yeah, the Wobblies. At the beginning, they're asking the guy, they're like, they're like, what's your nationality? He's like, IWW. Yeah. <laughs> There's like, what's your religion? He's like, industrial worker. I'm like, bro, this is big. Hey, listen, if we get in the show with anything, um, unionize all your workplaces. Uh, so, the cause, unionize them. Unionize them. If you want. No. No, oh, it's not a choice. Uh, it's not, not a choice. A real because I want to keep the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you want. <laughs> if you want, yeah. Oh, did, can we not have, like, clear political You can't. Well, no, you just can't tell people to do anything. Oh, is that like, what we could... Oh, wait, so all the big ticket stuff, I mean, it's optional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you're not allowed to be like... Listener. You're not allowed to be like, go look at our Instagram. Then why play don't. that? You don't have to. Yeah, I know. That's kind of interesting. Oh, uh, because like, FCC's dumb. I don't know. Okay, well, maybe hey. we shouldn't say that while the FCC's listening. I, think, yeah. I say the FCC's based. And I, <laughs> I love the FCC. I love the FCC. Uh, y'all, y'all are under the boot of the FCC. <laughs> Absolute boot lickers. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes good. <laughs> All right, y'all. We got to go. go. We got to go. We got to go. Hey, okay. Let's close. send us out with some... <laughs> FCC. All right, guys. We'll see y'all next week. Um, I don't really know what we'll be talking about. Oh no, we won't see y'all next week. Yeah, me. We'll be off for like three weeks, probably. Yeah. We'll see y'all in three weeks after. Wait, are we gonna be doing it over the winter break? No, listen, listen. No. Um. No. We'll be in Dallas. Well, I'll be in Dallas for a short time. He's going back home, and then I'm going back to to the H. Oh wait, coming, Zard. Wait, why are we coming back in three weeks? Because we're going home for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, and then we have like a little bit of time, and then yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. We can talk about liberalism or something. We can. We can talk about a theory of justice. We can talk about John Rawls. John Rawls Rawls actually read that. I don't know. Yeah, he's probably lib. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Thanks for tuning in. We're sorry. This was chaotic. Yeah, it was chaotic. Did you load his ads for him? Yeah, I did. Nah, it's pretty. Sorry. No, no meter reading.